Aloha. Welcome back to Hawaii Post. I'm your host, Tommy Stokes, in this episode number 65 for the week starting Tuesday, November 21st to Monday, November 28th, 2023. We have a jam-packed show for you. In this episode, the winds will be doing a 360 all the way around the compass. Mars will stay hidden until March. There's a full moon in the night sky this week. I have a Hawaii food tour that you can do with you and your friends, up to 12 people, and it takes you off the beaten path. There's music at the shell, and all throughout Waikiki, we have concerts for you to enjoy this week. Also, a little bit about Happy Money, Thanksgiving dinner, if you don't have any plans, I have a place for you to go. Maui Invitation on Oahu and Craft and Food Fairs. And I'll tell you what kind of podcasts I'm listening to. Also in this episode, I will debut a song that I produced. And it's exclusively for this show and for you, my listeners. I'll have a reminder about my Hawaiian music playlist that you can enjoy wherever you are. If you want to keep that Hawaiian spirit alive, listening to Hawaiian music, I got the tunes loaded up for you. And speaking of wherever you are, I have a seven-day world calendar to celebrate with our exclusive HIP World Day Calendar, where you can get stuffed, go for a ride, get stuffed again, buy something, or don't buy anything, or maybe you just want to wait and do it in cyberspace. Either way, you can have your cake and eat it too, and that's all in the seven-day World Day Calendar. And I want to thank you for choosing Hawaii Post to be part of your auditory landscape. All right, we got a big show ahead of ourselves. Are you ready? Let's go, 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 let's go. Born of the sea through volcanic violence of nature, the Hawaiian Islands were a proud kingdom, a loyal territory, and are now a bright 50th star in our flag. Hawaii, our state of paradise. Anila, Nalu, Amepolani. That's weather, surf, and night sky. And are you ready for the weather forecast for the week? Tuesday, November 21st to Monday, November 28th, 2023. Ready or not, here we come. This week, the winds will be shifty with lots of passing showers and plenty of patches of sunshine. Thursday through Saturday may be the most cloudy days in the forecast here. And Sunday and Monday will be overcast. But no worry, Beef Curry. This is typical autumn weather patterns for the islands, where my forecast may not include the relentless sun that we always get to enjoy in Hawaii, I can guarantee you, you'll find some sun, some sunshine somewhere around these islands. And remember, if rain is in the forecast and that causes any kind of concern, keep in mind, as I always say, no rain, no rainbows. That's why we're called the Rainbow State. The winds will be decreasing throughout the week, Tuesday, they'll be coming in from the northeast, blowing out towards the southwest at about 10-15 miles an hour. And then by Thanksgiving Day, the winds will be blowing in from the east to the west at 5-10 to 10 miles an hour. Friday, the winds will come up from the southeast and blow out to the northwest at 0-5. to 5. So not a lot of wind on Friday. And then, almost like a tennis volley, the winds come back from the opposite direction from a northwest down to the southeast. Then Sunday. The winds will come directly down from the north. That will drop our temperatures. The winds will pick up to about 15 to 20 miles an hour and then back to our normal northeast trade winds next Monday. So it's fair to say that these winds will be rocking around the clock or maybe I should say around the compass. Rocking around the clock. 
Bill Haley in the comments. Great song. All right. Now, our temperatures this week will be highs around 83 to 85 degrees, with the lowest temperature as a high temperature this week will be on Sunday with the winds coming in from the north. It's gonna cool down a little bit, and that means our lows will be around 72 to 70 degrees and a very chilly 69 degrees on early Monday morning next week. This week, the sunrise will be around 648, and it will be setting around 548 p.m., that means we'll average just about 11 hours of daylight. Now I know the days are supposed to be getting shorter, but according to my calendar, it looks like our days are getting a little bit longer. And you know, the winter solstice, it comes around just about December 21st or exactly on December 21st. And that's when the days start getting a little longer. But according to my data here, it looks like our days are getting a little longer already. I'll have to look into that if anyone wants to email me and let me know what's going on, I'm always open to scientific suggestions. Keeping in the theme of rain and rainbows, without any rain there are no rainbows, so how about a song called Rainbow by Salon Kingsador for our surf report. There's some big surf up on the North Shore today. Monday it was 8 to 12, which means 16 to 24 foot faces. It's dropping until Wednesday where we will see it go all the way down to about a three to six foot wave, which means the faces will be six to 12 feet. That's still a double overhead. And then we'll have a big swell coming in through Friday all the way into the weekend. And it could be 15 to 22 feet, which means 20 foot faces, possibly 38 foot faces. That's as big as like a three-story building. So stay tuned, stay stoked for some big waves on the North Shore. If you're coming out to the islands and you wanna see some big wave surfs, go up to the North Shore. On the west side, it's three to six and holding. And then throughout the week, it will kind of decline until Friday, we'll get a wrap around and that will bump it up. And then on the south shore it's one to two and rising which means two to four foot faces beautiful surf especially for the beginners south shore is always cranking it seems and over on the east side it's one to two it's a little bit bumpy but not too grumpy as calm winds this week mean it will smooth out the conditions and make for some pretty good surf on the east side of any one of our islands here now i'll admit i've had a little bit of confusion on when the triple crown is taking place this year and with a little research, I found out that the Hawaiian Island HIC Haleiwa Pro actually starts on November 26th and it goes all the way through December 7th. But to tell you more about it is Hawaii News Now Guy Hagi, who sits down with the surfer from the North Shore, Josh Moniz, and Mitch McEwen, who's from HIC, and they'll talk about the upcoming Hawaiian Island HIC Haleiwa Pro. Haleiwa will soon play host to some of the best surfers in all of the world for a look at the upcoming Hawaiian Islands HIC Haleiwa Pro, which is now part of the WSL's regional qualifying series 
We're joined live by Mitch McEwen. He's from HIC and, of course, competitor and uh, near championship tour guy, Josh Moniz. Thanks for coming in, both of you. Thank you for Thanks having us. Yeah, and then, uh, Josh, you didn't cut. Uh, the surf's lousy up in the country this morning, so you could take a break. Yeah, good day for it. Yeah. Windy, cold, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. so thanks for taking the time. So, Mitch, give us all the details about the contest. Well, first of all, when's it okay. start? Who's going to be surfing and all that? Okay, so this is a Hawaii regional or the Hawaii Tahiti Nui region. And so the waiting period starts on the 26th, so okay. this Sunday, and okay. runs through December 7th. And then, so this is the third event of the Hawaii Tahiti Nui region. And so uh, the surfers are trying to qualify for the Challenger Series. Right. Now, this, the, after this event, there's two more events for the men in Tahiti. So they have five events to qualify. For the women, this is the final event. So this is their final chance for all the local Hawaii surfers to qualify for the Challenger Series. It's also the final event for the juniors to qualify for the World Junior Pro. So it's a really important event, especially for the younger guys and the women. The guys are going to have a couple more chances to qualify. Yeah. And yeah, so we're going to, looks like pretty good chance we're maybe going to start on Sunday with the swell. Yeah, with that big swell coming in earlier in the week. Yeah. Now, Josh, it's super important, right, this contest, especially because it's your, in your backyard. And you were this close to making it to the championship mm -hmm. tour. And then you got hurt. But man, miraculous recovery, buddy. How are you feeling now? Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, a bit of a scary injury a couple scary, years ago. Scary, yeah. Yeah, a couple years ago. But feel good now. And just happy to be back home competing at, you know, one of the most premier waves we have in surfing. Yeah, so where are you in terms of qualifying and how close are you uh, to this and how important is this contest to the qualifying? Uh, this event's really important. The next two are, um, every event counts this year and yeah, hopefully I can make some heats and get up on tour with my brother. All right. Yeah, <laughs> we love to see another brother duel because the Colapintos are there. The Monizas yeah. just will be there. Yeah. yeah, I grew up with the Colapintos, so it'd be super cool to be on there with them and my other brother. Yeah. So, so Mitch, how, what what are you guys expecting? Like, how many? Um, like, how many? This is all local, so it's like well, Tahiti. Well, it's, the, it's the Hawaii Tahiti Nui region. So right. there's surfers from Tahiti, and those are the only guys who can compete. Um, and I, I do believe there's a few, uh, like, because one of the events for the women was actually on the mainland. I think there's maybe some people who can kind of compete. Okay. But generally, this is for the Hawaii region. There's, you know, a whole bunch of different regions around the world with the WSL. And this way, the surfers don't have to travel the world right. at, in the qualifying series level, you know, and spend all kinds of money. They can basically stay at home. Right. And, and like I said, this year it's great coming out of COVID, they've been adding events. They've got five, five events to qualify, so it's the most they've had in, in quite a long time. Yeah. Okay, so real quick, before we go to break, um, how, can people watch it online? Is, is that possible? It's not going to be live oh, feed. Oh, okay. Yeah. So unfortunately, you can follow uh, HIC Surf okay. on uh, Instagram. We'll be doing updates and, okay. and even posting some waves and stuff like that, so you can stay tuned to that. Um, they will do uh, updates, you know, uh, throughout. The, and it is live heats on WSL's website you can follow. But the best thing is just come down to Haleiwa, yeah. Yeah. Lee Beach, and, and watch the event live. Okay. That's well, the, the most fun. Well, we know there's going to be waves. Hopefully yeah. the weather's going to be good, yeah. too. All right, Josh, good luck, man. Thank you. Love thanks to see for having you. us. I'd love to see you on that tour. Yeah, let's go. All right, thanks a lot. Right. Uh, Josh, Mitz, thanks a lot. Thanks for Thank having Thank you, guy. Mahalo, Guy Hagi from Hawaii News Now. I'll have a link to that story on the website with the show notes for episode 65 at hawaiipost.com. So just check out the show notes and you'll be able to watch it. You'll see some pretty good surf while they're talking. 
Now, you know I love good music, and I am a producer of music. I hire musicians, and they write music. I give them a little bit of inspiration, and then they take off with it, and then they bring back a good track. And so I want to share with you a brand new track that comes from my musician who lives down in Venezuela. His name is Luis Caldera. I asked for a reflective tune that I might be able to play during my night sky. So get ready for night sky. The song that we're going to listen to is brand new. And of course, it comes from me, Field Trip Productions. I hope you enjoy it. It's called Remember That One Day. Not that one day, but that one day. Actually, the title is just Remember That One Day. And this is by Luis Caldera, produced by me. And now for our night sky. Tuesday, the moon is waxing with a 70% illumination. It's going to be a full moon on Saturday, November 26. Today, the moonrise was at 2.07 p.m. and it will be setting tonight at about 1.13 a.m. And then by Monday, the moonrise will be at 7.08 p.m. and the moon will set at 8.17 a.m. So your full moon will be up nice and bright all night long. And our visible planets here, we have Mercury, which is setting at 6.50 in the west, and then Venus will be rising at 3.30 a.m. in the east, and Mars will be setting at 6.45 p.m. in the west, but you may not be able to see it, and I'll tell you why in our astronomical notes here. But that's after we talk about Jupiter, Saturn, and Uranus. So Jupiter will be setting at 5.15 a.m. In the, in the west, and Saturn will be setting in the west at 12.25 a.m., and Uranus, it rises at 6.14 a.m. in the east. And that gives you an idea of what kind of planetary bodies you'll find in our night sky. Now, I mentioned that Mars will be hiding this week until March, and it's true. Mars is hiding behind the sun. It's reached its solar conjunction on November 18th, and that means the red planet will not be visible until March of next year. So when I tell you about the Mars rising or setting, actually you won't be able to see it, but I like to keep track of it. So we'll keep it in our visible planets here in our night sky. Also, if you're interested in stargazing, there's an organized stargazing show that will take place on the sixth level of the parking garage at the International Marketplace on Wednesday, November 22nd. That's tomorrow night. So if you want to go join a bunch of people and gaze up at the stars, you can do it on the sixth floor of the parking garage at the International Marketplace on Wednesday, November 22nd. And that wraps up our night sky. We're going to let the music play out. Once again, this song is called Remember That One Day by Luis Caldera, produced by myself. And now time for some advertising. Remember last week I told you five health benefits from drinking Izumio Hydrogen Rich Miracle Drink, Izumio, the hydrogenized water? Well, this week, as promised, I have five more reasons that you might want to drink Izumio Hydrogenized Water for your health. And the first reason is it promotes better pH balance in your blood. It helps fight diabetes, obesity, and metabolic syndrome. Number three, it protects your DNA from harmful effects of radiation. 
Number four, it offers protection against cancer and reduces chemotherapy side effects in some patients. And number five, it soothes the mild allergic reactions that you might be suffering during the fall season, be it mold or during the spring season, which would be pollen. Remember, Izumio is hydrogenized water and it's really rich with hydrogen. It has the highest content of any hydrogenized water that you can drink. Izumio is a premium pure drinking water that is colorless, odorless, tasteless. Well, I'd say it's almost sweet. And it's a health supplement rich in hydrogen. It's completely imported from Japan. Hydrogenized water has no side effects. It seems like every month there's more research that proves the molecular hydrogen has the ability to heal the body. You may be asking yourself, well, where can I get this Izumio hydrogenized water? Well, how about you go over to hawaiipost.com where you can click on the contact and support link and you'll find a cute little banner on that page that shows these little baby feet and it talks about how you can benefit from Izumio. I also have a video on there and I'll put it in the show notes for episode 65. You'll find the Naturally Plus Izumio link right there on my website and there you can order a one month supply or set up an auto ship for monthly delivery and if you are interested there is an opportunity to distribute Izumio and other Naturally Plus products which there are many and then you can sign up to be a business partner. You don't have to attend meetings, though it may help. I go occasionally. I'm building my team by using my podcast. If you're interested in supporting the show and you buy a one month supply or you sign up for a monthly auto ship or you sign up to be a business partner, you're supporting the show. And every person that signs up becomes part of my network, which is building every day with every new business partner that signs up. Together, we can build a business while helping ourselves and helping others have a better, healthy lifestyle. I want to thank you for supporting Hawaii Posts. Ah, the camp announcement song takes me way back when. I love that song. Okay, so here's Tom's announcements. Today, I met one of Japan's best-selling authors, also known as the Zen millionaire, Ken Honda. He's authored several books, selling over 9 million hard copies. His latest book is titled Happy Money. He shared with me the inspiration for his book and its title. You should go buy the book and read it for yourself. But in a nutshell, he was enlightened to the idea that the money that you earn comes to you in the manner that you earn it. In other words, if you make people happy, the money you receive is happy money. He has made many people happy, thus his wallet is filled with happy money, hence the title of the book. If you wanna see a picture of Ken Honda with me, you can log into my Instagram channel, Hawaii Post Podcast. I encourage you to check out Ken Honda, maybe buy his book, and let him know that you heard it here on Hawaii Posts. This past weekend, I posted on 
Instagram a quick story in my reels that shows off some of the Christmas decorations at the Royal Hawaiian, also a giant sand sculpture in the lobby of the Sheraton Waikiki, and over at Beachwalk Center on Beachwalk Avenue, we have the Menahune who are paddling into a wave in a canoe and also on a surfboard. It's a cute setup. They're wearing their Christmas gear. I love the Menahune, so cute. Anyhow, you know what? It's Melekalikimaka time and the spirit is in full gear in Waikiki and I will post more of Hawaii's Christmas decorations in the future. So please follow me at Hawaii Post Podcasts on Instagram. Also on Instagram, you'll see what it's like when I carry a bunch of golf bags for a tea time with pro golfer Vijay Singh, whom I also had the pleasure to meet this week. Let me tell you, we loaded up my Cadillac with a ton of golf bags. And Vijay Singh, he's quite a delightful person. It was a pleasure to meet him. Over in my comic strip world, it's called the Four Buckeyes, O-H-I-O. Last week, the Minnesota Golden Gophers lost their go in the go for it. It was a little foreshadowing because if you watch the game, they barely put three points on the board. This week, one of the four Buckeyes is going to set up a trap for the Wolverines and guess what they'll use for bait. You'll have to follow me to see this week's comic strip and you can follow my comic strip and cartoons on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just type in the number four, Buckeyes, B-U-C-K-E-Y-E-S-O-H-I-O. That's Ohio, four Buckeyes, Ohio. It's comic strips and on YouTube, you can go way back in the way back machine and check out some of my GIF animations. I think they're pretty funny. I can't believe I built those when I was so busy with two babies at the time. Maybe we'll get back to animations someday soon. Over on Twitter X, you can find me there. Just follow me at Tom E. Stokes, one, two, three. That's T-O-M-E-S-T-O-K-E-S, one, two, three. And you can follow me on Twitter X, where I make some posts. I think maybe they call them slashes. So I made a couple slash posts. And one is from the Beat of Hawaii. It's an excellent story about the dangers of rip currents in the islands. It includes stories of rescues, survival, and what to look for and how you can survive a rip current too. It's an excellent story to read, especially if you're coming out to the islands during the winter season because we have really big surf and those rip currents they're wicked and as a former lifeguard and a lifetime volunteer lifeguard i just want you to be safe out there also there's a story about sharks and where they hang out here's a hint a hundred yards from where the waves are breaking that's right if you're in the ocean out in the surf it's likely there's a shark within a hundred yards of wherever you are in the surf break and then there's a heartwarming story of an excavator rescuing a dog from a deep sand pit. It's cute. The dog doesn't know what to think of this giant backhoe coming in from the excavator and eventually hops into the backhoe and he's rescued. Also, hey, I got a story about a boat tour that sank over in the Bahamas. It led to the death of one American tourist. And then that story continues to talk about the shocking statistics of how many people just this year have jumped overboard from cruise ships. 
the number is quite startling. I can't believe how many people would do that. And only two people have been rescued. That's a crazy story. And as far as the American tourist who lost her life, remember, always keep your eyes on the life jackets and have an escape plan. You've got to have an exit strategy. When you're on these larger boats with a bunch of tourists, make sure you know where you can find a flotation device so if anything happens, you'll be able to survive. And to the family of that American tourist, my heart and my prayers go out to you. And on every Twitter post that I make about a tragedy, I always ask for prayers for those who are affected by these tragedies. So maybe you take a moment right now and we'll send some positive energy out to that family that lost their mother, grandmother, sister, whatever she may be. It's a human life and she was lost in the Bahamas because a tour boat capsized. Then I have a story about two lifeguards from Myrtle Beach who sprang into action and rescued a boy at a resort pool. I added a sub note to that story, which would be a comment right below about how common it is that children drown at resorts all around the world. It's usually because there's no lifeguard on duty. The parents may be distracted, they're on vacation, and they think it's all good. Remember, paradise can lull you into a false sense of security, but whenever you're around a body of water, you gotta be akamai, which is Hawaiian for smart. You gotta pay attention to what's going on. And if you have little kids in the pool, you gotta pay attention. And so the little comment I put in there was about how I made a rescue at a resort pool in 1993 when I was a lifeguard in Myrtle Beach. It seemed relevant because these two lifeguards received an award for making a save at a resort pool. I think they left their post at the beach to go to this resort and pull this kid out. Uh, a little backstory on mine. I, I think it was the Sedgefield and I was out, it's a beautiful day, and someone came running down the beach, told me that there's a drowning at the pool at the Setchfield. I grab my buoy, I run all the way over to the hotel, and to my surprise, people are standing at the side of the pool, looking at this boy on the bottom of the pool. I jumped in, didn't think twice about it, grabbed the boy, pulled him up. I think when I hoisted him over the edge of the pool, it kind of helped him spit up some water, and, and he started gasping for air, and we called an ambulance, and fortunately, that little boy survived. It, it just happens that fast, and what's always so amazing to me is people will go get a lifeguard instead of doing the rescue themselves. So if you are a competent swimmer, and you think you can get in the water and grab an 80-pound little kid, I recommend doing that because you never know how far away that lifeguard is, and it's best to spring into action and save a life. And take it from me, Tommy Stokes, your volunteer lifeguard. And that wraps up our announcements here. You, oh wait, maybe I should throw this in there. You might notice my voice is a little raspy. I've been driving some late nights and just to keep myself awake, I turn up the music and just like in the shower, I sing along. And this week I was listening to Jane's Addiction. And if you know anything about Perry Farrell, man, he hits those high notes and he screams and well, it kept me awake and I was having a great time, but my, my throat paid the price. So I apologize for sounding a little raspy this week. And that wraps up our announcements for this week. Now for a mini feature. I don't know if I'd make this a separate feature because we'll just shove it right into the show here. But 
I have been asked what I listen to as far as podcasts. So this is our mini feature. You can see what I follow and repost and retweet on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, X. But you may not know what I listen to on podcasts. So A. Greenwood from Owen, Indiana, asked me in an email, what podcast do you listen to, Tommy Stokes? <laughs> I said, well, A. Greenwood, listen to the show and I'll let you know. I have a wide range of podcasts that I listen to. Uh, things that are uplifting, things that are a little morose, things that are, you know, kind of scary, and things that just make me think. Um, if I'm looking for a little cryptic intrigue, I listen to Richard McLean Smith. He has a podcast called Unexplained. He writes it, he narrates it, and he creates his own music. A man after my own heart. I like to make my own music or at least contract out to others when I don't have time to work on the keyboard. Can you hear this? That's my keyboard in the background. Not plugged in, but I do write some of my own music and I record it too. So Richard McLean Smith, he's a great podcaster. I like his style, he has that Brit British Cockney, and he tells really interesting stories. Sometimes, I don't know if I can listen all the way through, it can get kind of gory. Now, another podcast that comes out of Great Britain is True Tales of Mystery Unexplained with Steph Young. She's a best-selling author and I like her voice. The way she tells the story, I just kind of lean into the speaker and it sets my mind adrift because she's such a good writer. I like the stories and what, what she decides to talk about on our podcast. And that would be True Tales of Mystery Unexplained with Steph Young. And then in the same vein, but on the opposite side of the globe, I like to explore Australian podcasts like Case File. That's really macabre and sometimes horrifying stories that are about true crime. They have an anonymous uh, announcer. I swear I know him from somewhere, maybe from movies, but they never tell you who the narrator is. I just like his style. And the writers for Case File, they're on it. So the stories are well-written and they take you back and forth through time to tell the story and they, they bring together different characters that may be a part of the story and you learn so much and once again sometimes <laughs> I'm a little shocked and I may not listen to the whole thing because on the whole I'm a happy person but it's that yin and yang I like a balance and sometimes I want to hear some kind of spooky stuff it kind of puts me in this odd mood <laughs> And, and then on the lighter side, but still informative and thought-provoking, I regularly listen to Mysterious Universe with Benjamin Grundy and Aaron Wright. They have an interesting and funny approach and really cool perspectives on alternative history, cryptozoology, and stories of science and consciousness. I'm always into things about consciousness because I do believe that we are all of one spiritual body and whatever religion you may follow you know I like to think there's just one God we just call him by a bunch of different names and somehow we're all connected be it from the beginning of Adam and Eve or the actual spiritual consciousness there is a connection that we just can't put our fingers on and it's hard to describe. But when they talk about some of these stories on Mysterious Universe, Benjamin Grundy and Aaron Wright are just hilarious. They, they go back and forth. Just recently they started a video feed. I enjoy watching that because then you can see the pictures and the images that they're talking about. 
one of the most recent one was uh, San Francisco. It's, it's really odd because some of the planning for that city took place when part of that land was underwater. I'm telling you, it's really bizarre when you look at it. And there's a star fort that, that was built with all these bricks. I, I don't want to give it away. But if you're interested, check out Mysterious Universe. It's a great podcast. And like I said, interesting and funny. And they have great perspective on alternative history, cryptozoology, and stories of science. It's, like I said, one of my favorites. And then, continuing into a more happy genre, I like... Fly on the Wall with Dana Carvey and David Spade. Uh, they come from Saturday Night Live. They've been in several movies. They've played many different characters. And the way they interact with each other is just, it's so enjoyable to listen to. They're very funny. Uh, they interview comedians and former castmates from Saturday Night Live. Uh, sometimes they have them in studio. Sometimes they do it live on stage. And it's just really well done. I want to also, uh, since we're talking about Dana Carvey here. I want to take a moment to send my thoughts and prayers to Dana Carvey as he and his family deal with a tragic loss in their family. Uh, I hope Dana Carvey, you know, finds the inspiration to return to Fly on the Wall because, uh, you know, everybody needs a little levity in their life. But at this moment, I think he's taking a break. Uh, this tragedy took place just last week and it's going to take some time for Dana to heal. Uh, and recover and same for his family so my thoughts and prayers go out to you dana thanks for all the happiness and humor you've brought into my world and i, I hope you can find the light and, and continue your mission to make the world a happier place uh, now for medical and health i like to follow the dr bob martin show he has a wise perspective on health and i often learn a few new things which i like to share with my mom she's a former nurse or kind of like a marine once a nurse always a nurse uh, once a marine always a marine that's where the saying comes from uh, it's always good to expand your knowledge especially about health uh, and when you learn new things and you can talk with people about it you might you might find out some other perspectives about that particular subject and it can make for great conversation and and i like to have new topics for conversation who who doesn't need that so dr bob martin he's got a great show it's literally called the dr bob martin show and it's about health and i encourage you to listen to it if you want some good health advice i also like his perspective on the world now I do listen to God Pods, which are some of the original podcasts, and, and I do listen to some political shows, but I, I kind of tend to be more libertarian in my view. So I, I do listen to politics, uh, which I can get into all that later. Maybe you don't want me to, but I do want to say two podcasts are growing on me, and one I've only recently discovered this year, and the other has a host whom I've known since the 1980s when he was on MTV as a VJ. This past week, the two shows were merged into one when Canary Cry Radio with hosts Basil and Gons interviewed the podfather, Adam Curry. So Adam Curry, he comes from the early days of MTV, instrumental in developing their website and doing so many other things. I'll get to that. But this interview with Adam Curry was amazing. The show Canary Cry has two great hosts, Basil and Gons, as I mentioned. 
I found Canary Cry Radio because of their reoccurring feature that they call Flippy, which I have a vested interest in because I like to invest in different kinds of things. The two of them have often balanced each other out. They have similar religious and political viewpoints, both with a bit of a libertarian undertone, and they may disagree from time to time, but it's it's fun to listen to them because they're honest with each other. Uh, their interview this week was with Adam Curry, and it was just amazing. Adam was the host of Headbangers Ball on MTV, and that aired at like midnight. He went on to develop the RSS feed and establish podcasting on Apple iTunes. And I really never realized that. And so I owe a debt of gratitude to Adam Curry because I got into podcasting in 2005. I listened to podcasts that were audio podcasts in 2004, but as soon as Steve Jobs introduced the video iPod, the very next day I was out on the beach shooting Hawaii Surf Session Report. While on Canary Cry Radio, host Basil and Gons interviewed Adam Curry about so much that really struck a chord with me, especially the topic of podcasting being the last bastion of independent broadcasting. Now, when I worked at a TV station, KHON Channel 2 here in Honolulu, I was let go kind of abruptly. But when they brought me back, I was full in on podcasting. And everybody would ask me, well, when I say everybody, it's a hyperbole. But a lot of people would ask me, what you doing now, Galp? And, or Tommy Stokes, my real name's Galp. They would ask me what I'm up to. And I would say, you know, I'm podcasting. I've been doing it. I have a huge following and I brag about, you know, 80,000 subscribers, more than the Honolulu Advertiser, uh, which was a local paper at the time. I had, you know, viewers in 121 countries. And then I would always say something like, you know, podcasting is the future. And that glowing ember in the corner of your living room, we all used to gather around. It's called TV. It's on the way out. And little did I know, it really is on the way out. My kids, they don't sit around and watch TV anymore. They're on their phones watching videos and pod, listening to podcasts and watching podcasts. It's, it's, it's more than I actually imagined it to be. I used to just joke that the TV is a glowing ember in the corner of the room. And now it's really become a reality. And this was before YouTube. So there was no YouTube. There was no Chocolate Rain, which was probably one of the first viral videos on YouTube. Uh, I think I was probably one of the first to be deplatformed on YouTube, but that's a tale for another time. I, I kind of dipped my toes into politics. I may have upset some people who were behind YouTube. So they deplatformed me in 2009. And that was detrimental to my show because I was just starting to receive advertising dollars from AdSense. But of course, that's a story for another time. But thanks to Adam Curry and the RSS, which is the URL of podcasters, you don't have to make yourself a slave to corporate America and the commies in the advertising universe. You can experience the eternal bliss of uncompromised independent production. All you got to do is get yourself a microphone, a camera, and go out there and shoot it and not rely upon advertisers and try to build up maybe support from your listeners, your viewers, your followers, your subscribers. And to do so, they have a slogan. I think Adam Curry coined the slogan, value for value, in which they ask their listeners 
if you find value in their show, give value back. Now, it's true that I've had advertisers in the past, primarily on my surf podcast, Hawaii Surf Session Report, which debuted in 2005. Tiki's Grill and Bar in Waikiki helped me promote the show and establish some sponsors through beer and liquor companies. And that was really helpful because it was so difficult to explain to people what podcasting was. I, I had I had companies literally hang the phone up. They, they had no idea what podcasting was. I'd be like, Hi, my name is Tommy Stokes. I do Hawaii Surf Session Report. I have this many subscribers, this many viewers all around the world. How would you like to advertise on my click? They would hang up on me. They didn't, they didn't want to hear it. Maybe I could have worked on my sales pitch. But now this show that you're listening to, Hawaii Post, is supported by the listeners. And I often ask for you to consider supporting this show in any way possible from donations to signing up for programs that I'm affiliated with and uh, the good old fashioned word of mouth because if you don't donate money or you don't sign up with affiliated programs, you have influence around those who surround you. And if you tell your friends to listen to my show, your recommendation is gold and I really appreciate that. So. Beyond asking for your money, I always want you to support the show by sharing this show, Hawaii Post, with others. And then I gain more listeners, more subscribers, and possibly more supporters. I will update my support page to include more ways to donate and contribute to this show. I have crypto.com paystring, which is an easy way to uh, contribute any kind of cryptocurrency to me through one address. But You know, I found certain things about crypto.com that are limited. So I'm working on a new way that I can start offering QR codes that will be more specific for Ethereum, Bitcoin, Doge, etc. Anyhow, I was telling you about Adam Curry and the boys at Canary Cry. Adam Curry has his own show. He's been doing podcasting forever, hence the nickname The Podfather. His current show is called No Agenda, and I really enjoy that show. He talks about world events from a humorous point of view and also a libertarian point of view. I mean, I really don't believe in starting new wars, and we got to think a lot before we send our children off to fight another person's war. There's always a way to find peace, but then there's always people who are trying to develop wars to fund, oh, I don't know, arms dealers and whatever. So uh, I've taken the, the no war approach, you know, fight if you're offended, but try not to have to go get involved in other people's fights. You know, I'm anti-communism, it's just kind of my thing. I don't think you want me to tell you how to live, and I don't want you to tell me how I live. And that's basically what libertarianism is. And so when you listen to Adam Curry on his show, which is No Agenda, I really think that you might like that show too, because they they do approach world topics with a very kind of uh, humorous, open-minded point of view. Adam Curry doesn't have corporate sponsors, and Canary Cry, they don't have corporate sponsors either. Uh, I agree with them. If I can gain your support, then I'll know I'm doing something right. And I won't have to worry about the cancel culture or some corporate boardroom saying, oh, this Tommy Stokes guy, he's off the hook. We can't give him money anymore. I don't want to establish my foundation on hoping that 
corporations will agree with what I have to say. It's you, the listeners, that I care about. If you like what I say and you think I'm bringing value to your life, maybe you can kick down some value back to me. You know, I don't want to be in the constraints of political correctness, although I do try to keep it pretty even keel here because I know I have a wide range of listeners. So once again, if you find value in Hawaii Post, perhaps you can send some value my way and help support the show. Value for value. That's what it's called. I used to say on Hawaii Surf Session Report, if you tip a bartender a dollar for just opening a bottle of beer, hopefully you can tip me for the entertainment that I provide. And that is basically value for value. If I'm entertaining you, maybe you can drop a tip in the tip jar. Well, that's it. Now you know what I listen to in the podcasting world. Everything from, you know, the unexplained to the mysterious universe to the Dr. Bob Martin show, Canary Cry, and also No Agenda with Adam Curry. Uh, On HawaiiPost.com, I have links to all my socials. One of them is Apple Music. And if you want to stay in the Hawaiian state of mind, no matter where you are around the world, even if you live here on the islands and you just want some good Hawaiian music, I offer several playlists that you're welcome to listen to. From modern Hawaiian reggae, which is Jawaiian, instrumental Hawaiian music, and vintage Hawaiian music as well. You can follow those playlists, and when I add a new song to either one of those lists, you'll be notified. And if your notifications are turned off, well, you probably won't get that notification. But if you turn them on, that way you can stay up to date with the music that I listen to here in the islands, which will keep you in that Hawaiian state of mind. And that wraps up our mini feature. Just want to remind you, you can always follow all my music over on my iTunes or Apple Music. There's a link on hawaiipost.com. And now time for our events calendar, Ho'okipa. So let's see what we're gonna do here this week. It is Thanksgiving week in the good old US of A, and that will be celebrated on Thursday. So some of the things that we have coming up this week may be centered around Thanksgiving. And also it means there's a lot of people that are coming back to the islands from going to college. Also, they may work off the islands and they're expats from Hawaii and they come back to see their family. It's a time for reunion, no matter where you live. Have you ever noticed that Thanksgiving is one of those times where everybody comes back to town and they try to get together the night before Thanksgiving? So we have some events that you might be interested in attending here in the islands. And one of those starts off with Tuesday. We have John Choello, which will be, he'll be playing at Tiki's Grill and Bar in Honolulu at 1 p.m. We have Stan Albrecht. He'll be performing at Basalt, which is at Duke Lane Marketplace. And then on Wednesday, we have Dave Watanabe. He'll be performing at the Basalt, which is on Duke's Lane Market. Kapena, there's some Hawaiian music for you. He'll be playing over at the Moana Surf Rider at 5.30 p.m. on Wednesday. Then we have Kitty Pineapple. She'll be at the Blue Note on Wednesday. Her she has two shows. One starts at 6.30, the other's at 8.30. And then there's Cascade, which will be at the Tom Moffat Waikiki Shell at 7 p.m. on Wednesday. So those are several musical events that you can attend. 
on Wednesday. And then Thursday, it's Thanksgiving. So there's not a lot of concerts going on, but good old Capenna at the Royal Hawaiian, that's the Pink Hotel. He'll be playing at 6.30. Maybe you ate a lot on Thanksgiving and you wanna burn off some calories, so why don't you go do the hula and do some dancing to some Hawaiian music brought to you by Capenna over at the Royal Hawaiian. On Friday, we have chapter two. They'll be playing at Tiki's Grill and Bar at 3 p.m., so that's a midday concert. Saturday, it's Thanksgiving with Anahea. She'll be playing at the Blue Note at 6.30 p.m. And then the world-famous classic band, The Platters, will have a very merry Christmas show at the Hawaii Theater in downtown Honolulu. It's a historic theater, a beautiful theater, and if you want to see The Platters in Honolulu, head over to the Hawaii Theater. It's on Bethel Street, downtown Honolulu. The show starts at 8 p.m. Now, as far as events go, I have a few events for you, starting with Tuesday. It's that time of year, the Maui Invitational, which is a college basketball tournament that's been going on for quite some time. It's a tradition around Thanksgiving. The Maui Invitational is actually here in Honolulu because they're afraid that it would interfere with the recovery efforts in Maui. I discussed this in other shows. It would be nice to keep the money in Maui because the people in Maui need the money. But they think that it's best to do the Maui Invitational Basketball Classic here in Honolulu. So it'll be at the Simplify Arena, which is also known as the Stan Sheriff Center on the University of Hawaii campus in Manoa Valley. Also on Wednesday, the Maui Invitational continues. And once again, that will be at the Simplify Arena, which is the Stan Sheriff Center on the campus of the University of Hawaii at Manoa. Then on Thursday, it's Thanksgiving dinner. I hope you enjoy your time with your friends and family. If you're on the islands and you're looking for a Thanksgiving dinner, why not do Thanksgiving dinner at Waikiki Beach Marriott Resort? at the Paina Terrace. And that's at the Waikiki Beach Marriott Resort. And dinner starts at five o'clock, so put on your fancy duds if you're looking for a good Thanksgiving dinner in Waikiki. And then there's a Honolulu Marathon Clinic in Kapiolani Park early in the morning on Thursday, kind of doing reverse order here. It's called the Turkey Trot. It's at Kapiolani Park. It's a great way to kind of warm up and learn a little bit about the Honolulu Marathon and how you can train for it because it is just a couple days away. It takes place in the second week of December. So the Honolulu Marathon will have a clinic. It's called the Turkey Trot and it'll be at Kapiolani Park on Thursday. That's Thanksgiving Day at 7 a.m. Bring your running shoes. On Friday, we have a play on words here. It's the Oahu Foodies Festival. Festival. Feast. That's actually where the word festival comes from. People would get together and feast. It's the festival at Pearl Ridge Center. It's in the food truck lot right there where the old Sears parking lot used to be. It starts at 4 p.m. And Oahu Foodies, if you're looking for some good food truck food, you want to head on over to Pearl Ridge at 4 p.m. on Friday for Oahu Foodies Festival at Pearl Ridge. And then there's the 34th annual Island-wide Crafts and Food Expo. And that's at the and <laughs> that's at the Blaisdell Center in Honolulu. It starts at 4 p.m. You'll be able to find all locally made crafts and sample some great foods from vendors who are trying to get their brand out there. So that's the 34th annual 
Island Ride, <laughs> Island Wide Crafts and Food Festival. Saturday, we have the 52nd annual Holiday Craft Fair at the Hawaii Mission House, which is a historic site right in Honolulu, across the street from Honolulu Hale, where they have a bunch of Christmas decorations out for your enjoyment already. And that starts at 8.30 a.m. It's the 52nd annual Holiday Craft Fair at the Hawaiian Mission Houses in Honolulu. And then if you wanna burn off a little bit of that extra calorie you packed in on Thursday, maybe you wanna go participate in a bike contest and parade. This is a parade up in Hawaii Kai on Lunalila Home Road. It starts at 9.15 a.m. You can walk the whole route, shaking some bells, put some jingle into some people's lives. It's the holiday spirit. My kids used to do this when my kids would go to Cocoa Head Elementary School. We'd always walk this parade route and hand out balloons and candy canes. It's a great time. And if you just wanna see a parade and you don't wanna walk the parade, just Get there early so you can find a seat on the road and maybe you'll be lucky enough to get a candy cane from one of the parade participants. And if you don't want to go all the way out, <laughs> if you don't want to go all the way out to Hawaii Kai, which isn't too far, there is the Waikiki Holiday Parade and it's in Kalakaua Avenue and that'll happen early in the morning on Saturday. I think it starts around nine o'clock Saturday morning. And that's November 24th. And that wraps up our events calendar and our concerts calendar. That's a lot of stuff going on this week, and I hope you find something to entertain yourself with. And I wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. Please remember, it's a time to give thanks, not just a time to stuff your face. So when you sit down with your family or your friends, a nice tradition that we used to have around the house when I was growing up is we talk about things that we're thankful for. And we go all the way around the table with someone and say what they're thankful for. And I'll tell you what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for you listening to my show, Hawaii Post. Mahalo for listening to Hawaii Post. I'm gonna give you some thanks on Thanksgiving. All right. It's been a while since I had a foodie segment, but I have something good for you. Oh no, oh, good food for your journey. This is called the Hawaii Food Tour. It's on Wednesday this week, but most weeks throughout the year, you can schedule it on a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. They do hotel pickup, and it costs about $140 a person. And you get to go on a tour with a guide and eat some of the best that Oahu has to offer. Oahu is filled with great places to eat, but for visitors, it can sometimes be tricky to avoid the tourist traps and find the best spots. This small group walking tour provides insight into Hawaii's multicultural history and culinary heritage, while taking you to some excellent eateries that lie just off the tourist trail. Venture through fresh, food markets, fruit vendors, exotic eateries, and modern day fusion restaurants as you eat your way around the island. I'm telling you, this sounds like a lot of fun. Some of the stops may require you to eat while you're standing, so bring comfortable shoes. It's a walking tour, so once again, bring comfortable shoes. Explore the local food scene, visit eateries that most tourists cannot find, and you'll enjoy several dishes. 
it's a small group tour. The maximum amount they take on these tours is 12. So wherever you go, they're going to be happy to see you and they're going to prepare the food the best they can just for you. So it's called the Hawaii Food Tour. I'll have a link on my website in the show notes for episode 65. Are, are you curious about what's on their menu? What you might be able to eat? Well, I have some things here for you. I'm clicking through my website here. Let's get to it. All right, here we go. Now, just for starters, they have a sample menu on this link. When you click the link, you'll be able to see you can have local manapua, tasty pastries made with sweet bread and savory fillings, or pork abodo and banana lumpia, which is a which is a Filipino braised meat, Chinese dumplings, which are also called dim sum, which feature shrimp dumplings and minced pork dumplings and also mushroom dumplings. I oh, love mushroom dumplings. And then if you're looking for fresh local fruits, they'll check out some exotic locally grown fruits. It depends on the season, but all year round, this island provides plenty of fruit. So you never know what you're going to get depending on what time of year you book this tour. And then if you're interested in fish, they go to the Oahu Fish Market where you can get some seafood and whatever is fresh, whatever's available, they're going to make it for you. If you're interested in roasted meat, there's different types of roast meats. Also organs, if you're a fan of eating organs, <laughs> not the musical organ, that'd be hard on your teeth. And then if you're interested in Vietnamese dishes, you can get nem chua, which is cured pork, and pandan cake. Oh, I love the pandan cake. Mm. And then if you'd like to try a little local Hawaiian pokey, believe me, they're going to take you to the best place for poke. Once again, the prices range from about $120 to $140. This Wednesday night, it will be $140. But it takes place on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and they will pick you up at your hotel and drop you off and gratuity is included. So this is something where you can go and you don't have to be tipping every place you go. You know, I don't even know if you have to tip the driver, but it's always nice to tip the driver. I think drivers appreciate that. And if you want more information and read about it for yourself, please go to hawaiipost.com. Look for the story that I have, which is called the Hawaii Food Tour, and I'll have a website link. It's on viator.com. All right. Now, before we go, I do have the World Day Calendar. This seems like a really long show. Looking over at my board here, I think we're going to go over an hour. Holy cow. Tuesday is Hello Day. It's also Television Day, Entrepreneur's Day, and Stuffing Day. So it's a great day to practice your stuffing dish for Thursday's Thanksgiving dinner, and that's on Tuesday. Wednesday, it's Go For A Ride Day, so you can burn off some calories from eating all that stuffing that you are testing out for Thanksgiving dinner. On Thursday, once again, it's Thanksgiving, but it's also Espresso Day, so maybe you wanna start your day with an espresso. It's Adoption Day. If you know anybody that was adopted or you yourself were adopted, this is your day. And then it's also Fibonacci Day. Fibonacci is the spiral theory. It's the series of numbers that when put into a mathematical formula, it forms a spiral. I don't wanna to take too much time talking about it, but I do believe in the spiral theory and it has everything to do with Fibonacci. In fact, some of my trading patterns are based on the Fibonacci formula. So 
It's Fibonacci Day on Thursday. If you're interested, it's spelled F-I-B-O-N-A-C-C-I, Fibonacci. Look it up, it's incredibly interesting. Maybe one day I'll, I'll, I'll enlighten you and tell you about my spiral theory. Friday is Black Friday. Traditionally, the color black is used in ledgers to indicate you're gonna make a profit or you're above zero. And if you write with a red pen, well, that means you're in debt. So on Friday, with all the shoppers out there getting ready for Christmas, a lot of stores go into the black, hence Black Friday. But you know what? Friday is also Buy Nothing Day. So if you want to celebrate Buy Nothing, don't participate in Black Friday. And then if you want to kind of respect the Native American, American Indian Heritage Day is on Friday. I know, controversially, you have people that complain on Thursday Thanksgiving about the injustice towards the American Indians. But rest assured, on Friday, we celebrate American Indian heritage, and you can too, no matter where you are around the world. On Saturday, it's play day with dad. Saturday is the Ohio State-Michigan game, so I'm going to be watching the game with my son. And then after that, I think we're going to go play some golf. So it's play day with Dad. Maybe I can get my youngest son to go golfing with us. It'll be his second time out. Another world day on Saturday is elimination of violence against women. I don't know if there's an elimination of violence against men day throughout the calendar. I'll have to keep my eyes open for it. But given my great respect for women all around the world. It's your day, elimination of violence against women. Dude, if you're gonna hit a woman, you got a problem. That's all I'm gonna say, just don't hit a woman. I know it can be aggravating sometimes, but don't raise a hand and hit a woman. It just doesn't look good. And then on Sunday, it's cake day, just in case you're not full enough from your Thanksgiving dinner on Thursday. Sunday, it's cake day. And then if you wanna think about your family history, it's a great day to do it on Sunday because it's Family History Day. And then on Monday, it's Cyber Monday. If you didn't go out shopping on Black Friday because you were observing the world holiday of Buy Nothing, <laughs> Buy Nothing Day, I never heard of it until I made this list. I love it. It's a great idea. Buy Nothing. <laughs> it's like when I say reelect nobody. <laughs> Buy Nothing Day is on Friday, so if you saved your money up and you want to do some shopping, it's Cyber Monday on Monday where you get some great deals online. And that doesn't mean you have to go shop Amazon. There are plenty of online vendors who participate in Cyber Monday. And that wraps up your World Day calendar brought to you by Hawaii Posts. Only here will you get seven days of what you can do no matter where you live around this beautiful planet that we call Earth. Ever since the fires in Lahaina and Kula, I have been promoting the American Red Cross. They have a program that's called Kukua for Maui. Kukua is to care. So please, Kukua for Maui is supporting the American Red Cross. The American Red Cross helps people affected by the Hawaii wildfires and your, don and your donation enables the Red Cross to prepare for, respond to, and help the people recover from this disaster. And believe me, 
on a family holiday like Thanksgiving, it's going to be very difficult for families that lost their homes and lost loved ones in the Lahaina and Kula fires. So if you can't donate, maybe it'd be a good time at Thanksgiving to maybe say a prayer for those families who were deeply affected by the wildfires in Maui. Remember, prayer works. And if you have it in your heart and you'd like to make a donation to the American Red Cross, I'll have a link on my website where you can kukua for Maui in supporting the American Red Cross. And what you donate to Red Cross Hawaii will go directly to Maui to help the people who are affected by these fires. Aloha, akea pule ae, which means farewell until next week. Have fun, no matter where you are. Enjoy your life. There's good and bad in the world, but look for the positive things. Have fun. Enjoy your life. Do good. Be a positive force, because by being positive, you may help somebody else that is having a negative day. So be a positive force. And if you're here in the islands on vacation, remember, be alert. Paradise can lull you into a false sense of security. So stay on the trail when you're hiking out here in the mountains. Stop walking when you are going to take a picture or a selfie. Just plant your feet so you're in a safe place to take that picture. And remember, if you fall off these mountain cliffs, you know it's a, you know, long, it's a long way, way down. Down, down. And our firefighters have to get in a helicopter, lower themselves down, put their lives at risk to rescue you. Don't put yourself at risk and don't put firefighters at risk. And when there's big surf, lifeguards are going to be there to help you. And if you don't know how to swim or you're in doubt, don't go out. Never turn your back on the sea because if you end up in a perilous situation out there in the ocean, a lifeguard is going to have to put their life on the line to go rescue you. So, Akamai Kudasai, pay attention to what's going on out there and don't put yourself in any kind of level of risk. And mahalo to our lifeguards, our first responders, armed service members, and those who volunteer to make Hawaii a safe and beautiful place to live and visit. For show notes, you can go to hawaiipost.com. You'll find links to all my socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, even Apple Music if you want to keep those Hawaiian jams in your ear. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to Hawaii Post and make it part of your week. Until next week, I'm your host, Tommy Stokes, bidding you a fond farewell. Aloha. All right.